Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us, and I'm very thankful to be your host. And uh, I'm trying to make this sound better. I hope this sounds better. So we're in Sinai 375a. This is about Ahissamek, the master craftsman. This has to do with Israel's oppression, and they're coming up during the Exodus. It's a series of things, Sinai inscriptions found by Sir Flinders Petrie and his wife in 1905, recently translated by Douglas Petrovich, and it's some amazing implications here. So let's get started. Thanks for being here. So Sinai 375a, Ahissamek, the father of Aholiab, named as overseer of minerals. This is in Exodus 31 and 6. So you've probably read this. And uh, this dates from 1480 B.C. So the overseer of minerals, Ahissamech, I myself have appointed a holy of the son of Ahissamech, in the hearts of all who are skillful, I put skill. This is in Exodus 31. Explanation, and it has all the uh, writing on here and everything on the very handy. The inscription names Ahissamech, a master craftsman at the turquoise mines. His son Aholiab had learned a skill from his father and chosen to be filled with the supernatural gift of the Holy Spirit of knowledge and wisdom. Notice the text says that those who were already skilled would be given supernatural skill. Aholiab was the son of the boss at the mining operation at Serabet el Kadim. In order to build the tabernacle furniture like the Ark of the Covenant, the same thing happened on Pentecost 33 AD when the twelve apostles received the same indwelling gift of the Holy Spirit. That's a little bit of interpretive bias there. A little bit of a difference in that. Um, so that's pretty cool. It has a list of uh, supporting uh, Bible verses there. And then it's got a land of Goshen, population three million, three million, three thousand square kilometers in the ocean, uh, Goshen area, you have Manzella Lake, Bala Lake, Timsa Lake, Tel El Daba as Ramses, uh, Goshen Lake, GSM, Papyrus, Anastasi the Fourth. you have the Bitter Lake, you have the Exodus Route, in the port of Suez, Python, Tel Retaba, Wadi Tumalet, and then Goshen is uh, Heronopolis, Tel or Mound El Maskuta, Maskuta. So this would all be the area known as Goshen, the land of Goshen. You can see 3,000 square kilometers is very big. That was done by Stephen Rudd, R-U-D-D. It's got another picture here, Lakes of Python, the Egyptian rendering of the biblical toponym Goshen in Papyrus Anastasi IV, referring to a stormy lake by the name of GSM in association with waves, and that's by Manfred Beatak. So let's look a little bit at Goshen, what Goshen was. Goshen included Wadi, or sometimes filled, sometimes not, Lake Tumalot and Lake Timsa. 
But even more conclusive than this is the situation in Goshen during the reign of Thutmose III. We're looking at the time of Exodus. As compared to that which existed under Ramses II. At the time of Ramses, some of his main building activity was right in the region of Wadi Tumalat, or Goshen, and this meant the Egyptians must have been living all around this region in the midst of it as well. But the details of the plagues of flies, of hail, and of darkness make it clear that Goshen was at the time of the Exodus inhabited almost exclusively by the Hebrews. And plagues which befell the rest of Egypt made no appearance at all in Goshen at a certain point. So far as we can tell from the archaeological evidence presently at hand, there were no Egyptians living there during the reign of Thutmose. And that comes from a wonderful book, A Survey of the Old Testament Introduction by Gleason Archer, which I really recommend that book. Um, so we're going to stop there, and we just want to say thanks for being with us. Check out our other podcast here on the channel. Subscribe, leave a five-star review, put it on social media, share with your friends, help us out. We'll talk with you later. God bless you. Bye-bye.